Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the It Gets Easier podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. In this episode, we're going to be talking about confidence. This is a big topic, and this is a big one to look at. I'm not going to lie, this is kind of a hard topic for me to talk about because confidence is something that I've struggled with my whole life, even now. It's something that I've been working on and trying to gain more confidence with and gain more with myself. But I'm not going to lie, it's really, really difficult. So in this episode, I kind of want to talk about my confidence, some of the things I've done to attempt to build it up, and then we're going to go over four tips that I have for you guys on how to build up your confidence. But before we get into the tips and anything else, let's talk about my journey with confidence because it's been a roller coaster, (laughs) y'all. All right. So first things first, let's go back to young Heather. Like, any probably... I can't remember a time before, like, now that I've really ever been super confident in myself. I would say, like, I was probably been the least confident. Like, probably I wasn't too un- not confident when I was, like, younger, younger. But I think as I got older, especially into, like, middle school, high school, like, my confidence was, like, not good. It was, like, whew, like, like, very bottom of the barrel. But as I think, once I got out of high school and, like, went to college, like, I feel like my confidence got a little better because I was learning to kind of, like, it's really weird. I think in college it was, like, going up for a little bit because I was starting to do things out of my comfort zone and being more, like, I can do this type of thing. But then that was also, I think, when my anxiety hit its peak. So it was kind of, like, it was doing really good, and then my anxiety hit a peak, and then just, like, it just skyrocketed down again so it was like I said roller coaster up down up down but I would say I'm back on an uphill again which has been great so let's talk about the past year and what I've done to build my confidence up some of the things I did in the past year that were helpful was like purposely doing things to get out of my comfort zone. I've found that the more I get out of my comfort zone and do things that scare me or do things that I feel like I can't do that I start to build confidence because I'm like, you do something you never thought you could do. And then you're like, oh my God, I can do more than I thought I could. So then it makes you build up confidence to be like, well, I should try this then. And I should try this then. And then you start to build up more and more confidence because you're doing things you never thought you were able to do before. And realizing that you're capable of more is so rewarding and so great. And you kind of have to not just like keep doing things to gain confidence, but also you have to kind of teach your body to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because when you're able to do that, so many doors can and will open for you. Because you're basically telling yourself like, yeah, I'm going to be uncomfortable because I'm doing something I've never done before. But once you get over that hill of like, this is something I haven't done before, you're like, oh, heck yes, like this may end up being something you really, really love, but you're never going to know if you really love it if you don't try doing it or if you let your fears stop you from doing something. 
I've learned to not allow my anxiety and my fear, my negative thoughts from stopping me from doing things that could change my life. One of the biggest things I did for myself last year was traveling across the country to Phoenix by myself. Well, not by myself, but with Courtney, but still. Basically, it's something I've never done before. I've never traveled somewhere by myself before. It's just, it's this crazy, crazy thing. And I flew across the country to this amazing conference and roomed with strangers. Like... To me, that it was such a confidence-building moment because it made me realize, like, I can do this. Like, I can do these hard things and be successful with it. And I think that's so cool. Now, this is not me telling you to, like, do the most extreme things to get out of your comfort zone. Start with baby steps. Like, maybe getting a haircut you've always wanted to do but didn't think you could pull off. Like, for me, I've always wanted to get blue and green hair. So, got blue and green hair. Loving it. But for other people, like you, maybe you're like, I've always had long hair. I don't know if I should do the short hair. Like, just try it. The worst that happens is you maybe don't like it that much. But guess what? Hair grows out. Like, you can't stop yourself because you don't know. Because as someone who's done the what-ifs so many times and questioned so many times... You lose out on things because you question everything. Sometimes you just have to let yourself fall into the fear, let yourself be afraid, and just do the damn thing, you know? So, like, other than maybe, like, doing the haircut, maybe you can try talking to someone you've been afraid to talk to or doing something you've been afraid to do. Like, in the beginning, when you're doing anything you've been afraid of for the first time, it's going to feel really scary, but I promise you the more you do it, you're going to realize it's not as scary as it seems, and you're capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. So, like I said, some of the things I've done in the past year is pushing myself out of my comfort zone, doing things that scare me, to show myself that I can do this. Like, this isn't just something that I've always dreamed of doing. Like, this is something I can actually do. And another scary thing that I'm going to be doing in the coming weeks is kind of doing like a healthy kind of journey, I guess, like a health, mental health journey where I'm going to be like doing me and some girls from where I work at. We're going to be doing like, there's the 75 hard. I'm sure people have heard of it. I'm going to be doing like the 75 soft slash medium where I'm going to be doing, let me look it up really quick. So the diet for the 75 medium is following a diet. What I'm going to be doing is kind of counting calories because I'm someone that like, I want to be realistic with this. I don't want to cut a bunch of things out because I feel like it's unrealistic and it's something that I know like I'm not going to stick with. I want to make this attainable for me, but also something that's going to be healthy for me. So I'm going to be counting calories. Then you have to do, there's like five or six things you have to do. Following a diet, you have to do one 45 minute workout a day, which if you saw on my Instagram stories the other day, I was asking like, should I start going to the gym? Should I just work out at home? I've kind of decided that I'm going to do kind of a mixture of the two because for me, like, it sounds really weird, but I, like, I've gone to the gym in the past, but, like, as I've become more overweight, this is, like, I've become, like, afraid to go to the gym, I guess, because I'm, like, someone that's afraid of being judged, but for me, like, this is a, jur- a journey of, like, growing and being more confident in myself, so I feel like in order to get over that fear, I need to start going to the gym to get again. So I'm probably going to start going to the gym like maybe every other day, something like that. I'm going to probably do like a mixture of like a workout at the gym, workout at home, workout at gym, workout at home, just to kind of mix things up, but also to get myself more comfortable going to the gym again. 
no alcohol or cheat meals, which like I said, as long as I'm counting my calories, like I'm considering that like I'm as long as I'm keeping with my calories, I'm keeping with my diet. So I don't think there's necessarily like cheat meals type thing. Like that's one thing too I want to do during these 75 days is I'm considering cheat meals like eating out. Like I'm really, really, really going to try not to eat out because that's something that I've really fallen into and something that I want to like stop doing as much or stop doing it all. This is drink a half gallon of water. I am drinking a gallon of water because I bought this big giant bottle and I'm drinking a gallon of water a day and you can't stop me. <laughs> like I'm I swear I'm a fish. Drink water, it's great. <laughs> and then read five pages of like a personal development book. I'm gonna do I what I think I'm either gonna do is I'm gonna read a chapter or ten pages just because I'm a like when I start reading something, like I tend to get into it and I don't wanna just or I feel like, too, if I read just five pages, I'm going to be like, well, what if you ended a part where it's just, like, a really awkward sentence and, like, those things? Like, so more than likely for me, I feel like I'm going to do, like, a chapter a day, depending how long they are, and then taking a progress picture every day. So for me, I don't know if I'm going to do the progress picture every day. I mean, I might do is, like, a progress picture a week just because... I don't like taking pictures of myself and I feel like if I try to take a picture of myself every day I'm just gonna make myself really uncomfortable whereas I think like if I do it weekly like if I do that along with like do my weigh-in once a week I feel like for me that's attainable and something I like about doing the 75 medium and like 75 soft is you can kind of like work the things to kind of what you want to do whereas the 75 hard is really really like high level and something I'm not ready for and I know that so if you're interested in the 75 hard, I can put all these in the show description notes too, but like 75 hard rules. If you skip a day, you have to start over. And if you miss a task, you have to start over day one. So basically it goes along with you picking a diet to follow, no alcohol, no cheat meals, drink a gallon of water a day. You're supposed to complete two daily workouts. And with these workouts, they're two 45 minute workouts, but one of them has to be outdoors. You read 10 pages per day of a nonfiction book. Like I say, preferably personal development, because I feel like if you're doing a journey like this do it personal development like it just makes sense and the taking a progress photo every day so yeah i'm gonna be doing the 75 medium if you're interested in doing it with me let me know because i'd love to see people doing it with me and we can hold ourselves accountable because like i said i have a group of girls i'm doing with it at work but i also would love to share it online too share my journey talk about it if you guys want to hear about my journey more let me know because it's just something that honestly i'm really really nervous about but also super excited about because i'm scared right now but i also know that at the end of the 75 days like hopefully i'm changed person in a way i don't know <laughs> but for me it's just it's probably becoming more healthy so yes but back to the topic at hand these are some things that i'm doing I don't want to talk about experiences and what I'm going to be doing coming up. I want to also give you guys some tangible things you can do and practice to build your confidence too. So we're going to give you four tips. Number one, set goals for yourself and meet those freaking goals. How many of you set goals for yourselves or make to-do lists? Something that can build confidence is this is a feeling of accomplishment, this feeling like, I can do this. I can do hard things. Like... I think that's something super important too for me that I want to do at least during the 75 day thing is like having many things like many accomplishments every day and like having these things like having many ways to celebrate you know because I feel like if you don't celebrate the small things like it makes it harder on yourself because you're like well you kind of feel miserable because you're like well 
I still have 65 days left. I feel so, so many days left. And it's like, you have to celebrate the small wins too. But we'll get into that. But yeah, the more you accomplish, the more confident you can become with setting new goals and knowing that you can meet them. No one ever feels confident they're going to meet their goals if they haven't met goals in the past. Think about it this way. If you never set or meet your goals and doubt yourself, do you think you're going to feel accomplished? I'm going to say probably not. You have to know what it feels like to feel accomplished, to know that you can do it again, and also to know what that feeling feels like, to be like, oh my God, I want to feel like that again. So yeah, moving to number two. This goes along with meeting your goals and kind of something I was talking about before. Keep track of your progress and celebrate the small wins. This can be so incredibly important to do. In order to know if you're going to meet your goals, you have to keep track of the progress you're making, which is why for my challenge, I have a, instead, like there's a 75 hard app you can do. I, you have to kind of go along with the 75 hard and since I'm not doing that, I have a habit app that I'm using that kind of keeps track of like my water, keeps track of all the stuff that I'm going to be doing. So that way I can kind of keep track of it. And it also keeps me accountable to myself and like everyone I'm doing it with. And it also kind of like helps me celebrate like at the end of the day, like I did everything I was going to do. Yes. Like I'm so proud of myself. And also in quarter to know if you're making progress, sometimes it's helpful to see like visually in front of you that you did it. There are also a lot of people who, I like I said, also because of when you're keeping track of it, it helps you to celebrate the small wins. Like after you've done a week, I did a week. I did two weeks. I made it through the first day. Like you have to celebrate those small wins because eventually what you realize is you celebrate the small win and then the next small win and the next small win. The small wins build up and then they add up and then they become, once you reach that final goal, like, it feels even so much more rewarding because you built yourself up to get there and you feel so good about it. Let me give you an example of, like, a small win because I feel like a lot of people think, like, well, I don't know what to make a small win. Like, sometimes, like, I think one of the biggest examples for me was, like, maybe someone that's depressed. A small win can be just getting out of bed and getting dressed that day. Because if you've never been depressed, you will you may not fully understand. But when you're depressed, sometimes like you just don't feel like doing anything. You just want to sit there and just be like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I just feel so bad. I feel so down. Like I've been there and I know how it feels. And sometimes it's so hard to get yourself out of bed, to get dressed, to go out. So when you do that, if you know you're depressed and then get out of bed, like celebrate that. Be like, heck yeah, I freaking did it. Like celebrate that because you should be so proud of yourself for pushing yourself and doing something that you maybe necessarily don't want to do. Like for me, I know I'm going to celebrate every time I go to the gym because guess what? I'm not going to want to go to the gym every day. So anytime I go, I'm going to celebrate and be like, heck yeah, I freaking did it. Woo. <laughs> I'll probably post some gym selfies because I always, lo- I always love a good gym selfie after you've done a good workout. Just so good. So what I want you to do after this episode, I want you to figure out what your big goal is going to be. Maybe it's going to be doing the 75-day challenge with me. I'm starting tomorrow or technically today because this is when it's posted the 27th of February. If you would like to start today, if you want to start another day, like let me know. I love to have people doing it along with me. Um, What I want you to do is find out that big goal and then set up some mini goals in between. Like for me, like 75 days, what I do is like, 
celebrating the first day, celebrating the first week, celebrating the second week, like celebrating different things like that. Like also what I think I'm going to do is like celebrating on like a random day, like maybe day 45, like, cause that just sounds really fun. I don't know. It's just, you have to give yourself things to look forward to because if not, the journey just feels long and drawn out and just, you have to make it fun for yourself because if you don't, you may end up quitting because you're just like, this isn't worth it. This is boring. I don't want to do it. Right? So set the mini goals, set the big goals, set the mini goals, and let me know what you're doing because I'd love to know and I'd love to be able to support you in any way that I can. So moving on to number three, be fearless and unafraid to fail. I'm going to say that again. Be fearless and unafraid to fail. Failing does not mean that you're a failure. It means that you found a way not to do something. Instead of looking at your failures as a bad thing, look at them as a learning opportunity. I wish this is something that I knew when I was younger because I would have, I've messed up so many times and been like, I'm a failure. I'm so stupid. How could I have done that? Ugh, like, why am I not good enough? And it's just like, it's not that you're not good enough. It's just that someone doesn't see your worth and that doesn't make you a failure. That just means that, hey, maybe you have something to work on. And that's okay to have something to work on to make yourself better. There's a quote that I found from Lori Myers that I want to share with you guys, which is, keep a positive mind. Remember, a failed attempt doesn't make you a failure. Giving up does. Basically, you never ever fail if you get back up. Because when you get back up, that means you're trying again until you get it right. The only way you fail is if you give up and you're just like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's too hard. That makes you a failure because you're giving up. Anything worth having in life is going to be hard, which means you're going to fail sometimes. No person that's ever been successful has given up. If they gave up, then we wouldn't be considering them successful, right? Like, um, do you think the people that have created some of the most amazing things in the world created them on the first try? Some of them may have been lucky and have, but a lot of people didn't. And if they just gave up after the first try, we wouldn't have so many amazing inventions and different things. So I have one more quote I want to share that goes along with failure. It's from Michelle Obama, because Michelle Obama's amazing. But yes, let me get to the quote. Failure is an important part of your growth and developing resilience. Don't be afraid to fail. I'm going to read that one again because I feel like it's really juicy and I just really like it. Failure is an, op- is an important part of your growth and developing resilience. Don't be afraid to fail. I'm going to say that again. Just the last word. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fall on your face because guess what? You fall on your face, you get back up and you keep trying. Do not ever give up on yourself, okay? And number four, stand up for yourself. Believe in yourself and your abilities. This is something that's so much easier said than done when you have low self-esteem. Trust me, I know. But learning to silence the doubt and believe in your abilities can be so incredibly uplifting. There's something that Keisha told me. Keisha, get married. I've talked about her a bunch of times. If you don't know who I'm talking about, let me know. (laughs) Keisha told me this when I took her podcasting course, and it really resonated with me. And it's something I share with everyone I can tell because to me, it's just, it was so important and something that just really hit home with me. And it's really helped me to build confidence, at least when it comes to podcasting and other aspects of my life. So what she said was, someone out there needs to hear what you have to say. But if you're too afraid to say it or holding back, then you're depriving the world of your message and your abilities. 
You don't know who needs to hear your story or what you have to say. You, that like, to me, that's just so like, wow. Because it's like, you don't realize that someone out there needs to hear what you have to say. But sometimes we have those negative thoughts in our head that tell us like, no one needs to hear what I have to say. But I guarantee there's someone out there that needs to hear what you have to say. And by not saying it, you're depriving the world of your message and depriving the world of something that someone needs to hear. Because I truly believe that everyone was put on this earth for a reason, for a purpose. And you need to, I think in in our hearts, we know what our purpose is. And I think sometimes we get scared of it because we don't want to fail. And as we said before, you're never a failure if you don't give up. So... There's going to be, let me look at my notes. (laughs) Okay. You don't know who needs to hear your story, what you have to say. You don't know who may gain courage from your words or your story. And I know some, I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, if I share my story, maybe there's probably going to be like haters and people that are like, oh, that's stupid. Well, yeah, there's probably going to be haters. There's people that are going to be negative. But guess what? For every negative person out there, there's so many more loving and kind people out there. Don't let one person stop you or hold you back. Think of it like this. Confidence isn't they have to like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. So be confident in yourself to be confident enough in yourself to know that the negative does not weigh the positive. That one person's hate doesn't define you. That At the end of the day, the only person's opinion that should truly matter to yourself is yours. How you feel about yourself is probably the most important thing. And if you don't love yourself, if you don't feel confident in yourself, then it's really hard for other people to feel confident in you. Because people can smell bullshit. People can smell and know when you're not being fully in with it. So you have to show yourself and you have to be not afraid to be vulnerable because At the end of the day, confidence also involves being vulnerable and not being afraid to show that side of yourself. Like, that's something that I've learned to do with this podcast is being vulnerable and not being afraid to talk about topics that are really scary and nerve-wracking and just, like, things that I don't necessarily, like, love talking. Oh, I love talking about stuff. Let's not lie. But, and talking about topics that are uncomfortable, but also knowing that someone out there needs to hear this message... And that's why I'm recording this episode and why I'm going to continue to record episodes. So with that being said, those are the four things. Let's go over them one more time. Number one, set goals for yourself and meet those freaking goals. Number two, keep track of your progress and celebrate the small wins. Number three, be fearless and unafraid to fail. And number four, stand up for yourself. So I thank you so much for listening. If you loved anything about this episode, if it resonated with you, if you want to share your goals that you're setting for yourself, I would love to hear them. So drop into my DMs and my Instagram at Miss Heather Magic at, let's spell it out for you, at M-S-H-E-A-T-H-E-R-M-A-G-I-C-K. Find me on there. Let me know what you love. I love to hear what you have to say. I'm also going to have it in my show notes. So until next time, I will talk to you soon. And thank you all for listening. 
Bye. Thank you so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.